Warning, this podcast involves discussions of a spooky and graphic nature not suitable for children or the faint of heart. Strong language and mature content is present. Listener discretion is advised. You have been warned. And welcome to another episode of Three Spooked Girls. I am joined, as always, with the wonderful Tara. Hey, guys. And we have a special guest. It is my husband. I mean, Tara's husband's been on here, but now my husband, Thomas, <laughs> is going to be on. Oh. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> and we are excited because we asked him what topic he wanted to speak on, and he made Tara and I's whole life by saying mermaids. Yes, I'm so pumped. So, you know, we're excited about that. So let's take care of our business and then our drinks and then we will dive right in. Yeah. As always, Tara has made that wonderful link tree down below, which you can find all our socials, our merch store and everything like that down below in the show notes. So make sure you go check that out. And we uh, have a new special thing if we get more patrons for our patreon Mm -hmm. it's exciting once we hit 20 patrons what we're going to do is we are going to we're going to start an exclusive facebook group just for those individuals we've actually already started creating content for when that happens Mm -hmm. and it will be really exciting and you definitely want to be a patron because in february we what basically gave them an episode every day of the week for the last week Yep, almost every day. They got four episodes total. We had a two-part, a listener's, their episode, and then there was a bonus kind of behind-the-scenes video that I posted that kind of went with our theme of the episode that they got on that Friday. So they had something from us every day that last week of February. Yes, and if you aren't a patron, you don't get to see those unless you become. And we don't even tell, we don't even tell you what, what it is, so... Nope. Top secret. Yes. Super secret. So what you drinking today, Tara? Well, to go with the theme of our mermaid episode. Ooh. Theme. I Yeah, right. I went back with some of the spiked seltzers I was drinking a lot of towards when we first were recording. Because, oh, yeah. yeah, because the cans actually, I'll try to show you, they have a mermaid on them. Ooh, she's a trident. Yeah, and I'm drinking the West Indies Lime one. Ooh, that's great because we'll talk about kind of the West Indies a little later. Ooh, perfect. And I had no clue. I know. (laughs) What do you guys got today? Well, I have a mermaid mule. I like mules because, you know, me and vodka, we're friends. So (laughs) it's going to have vodka, lime juice, ginger beer, and that blue stuff I always mispronounce. The What is the curcura? I don't know. That's not the right word. Sure. We'll go with that. You know what I'm talking about. (laughs) That that stuff. And it's really pretty. Of course, you know, we'll put the Pinterest thing up because, you know, I, I make drinks like kindergartners color. So it's all good. They can check out the Pinterest and the socials. They'll find it. And what are you drinking today, sweetie? I just have some uh, chamomile tea and I'm relaxing. Yeah, Thomas doesn't drink much in the evening, 
except for like his sleepy time tea. He's hey, whatever. I'm here for ready. it. Yeah, I know. He's ready for bed. So, you know, <laughs> I'm keeping him up past his bedtime. Sorry, Thomas. Thank you. And then we're going to dive right in to talking about mermaids. Yay. Mermaid actually comes from an old English word. It's mer, which stands for the sea. Mm-hmm. And made what obviously means young woman or girl. Mm-hmm. They're also known as merwif or merwife. Hmm. I'm assuming that has a lot to do with the fact that men were lustful after them. Right. You know, and because we're an equal opportunist podcast, we want to do a shout out. It is called Mermen, if they're a dude. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. So kind of the definition, and I use air quotes when I say definition, of a mermaid is an aquatic creature with the head slash upper body of a female human and the fish of a tail. Okay. That's not right. That's It's t- tail of a fish. <laughs> yeah. Drink because Jessica can't talk. It's all good. <laughs> they are classified as water spirits. And here's something really interesting. I always thought that sirens and mermaids were the same thing. Are they not? No. According to Greek mythology, sirens are half bird. Oh, okay. Then I feel like a lot of people were totally wrong on that. (laughs) Right. I think it has developed into a mermaid hybrid of sorts because there's Mm -hmm. that new TV show. I think it's a TV show called Sirens. It has to do with mermaids and attacking people and I don't know. I've only seen a very brief. Very... Oh, I never even heard of it. So that's interesting. Yeah. It's on a channel that I don't get on cable. So. So neither of us have watched it. Yeah. <laughs> so the first story that appeared with mermaids in it officially, you know, mm-hmm. like written down and shit comes from ancient Assyria. So, you know, like Mesopotamia. Is that right? Mesopot- Meso- Mesopotamia. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. It is. And I'm going to slaughter this name. It is the goddess at Tagarat. I don't know how to say it. I apologize. I apologize to see anyone of that descent. Essentially what it is, she transformed herself into a mermaid out of shame for killing her human lover. To like run away or something? Well, she, or... Felt she was really ashamed that she killed him. So the story is, is that she jumped into this lake to, um, you know, essentially live as a fish. But because she was so beautiful and she was a deity, it like fucked up along the way and she became like half fish half human gotcha okay right <laughs> the og catfish <laughs> right the og catfish the traits of mermaids typically are that they're known to be around like perilous events like storms floods shipwrecks drownings mm-hmm. i mean that's like the little mermaid is like the last three <laughs> right <laughs> they are known to fall in love with humans I think that's because they are part human. And so they're like, ah, and they are known to be helpful, which is really interesting because sirens are not helpful. Okay. So sirens are more on the evil side of the lore. Yeah. They're more classified as a dangerous creature. Okay. Fuck with them at all. (laughs) And obviously one of the biggest traits that mermaids are given with are mermaids have long flowy hair. Yes. And shiny tails. Mm-hmm. You don't see mermaids out there with a pixie cut. No, never. <laughs> so I just had a comment about the the hair being long and flowy. I was, you know, I just thought it interesting. It, it was like that because, you know, 
usually to make that you have to have shampoo and conditioner and if it's in the salt water 24 7 you think it would be a little like matted and just kind of look off you know would be dried out you know just yeah but you know <laughs> yeah you got a point you think they'd have more kind of like towards i guess like dreadlock kind of yeah. hair yeah yeah dreadlocks because i mean i don't know about anyone else out there but if i go to the beach and salt water gets in my hair it like instantly just like sticks to itself yes and it's knots all- up <laughs> right i always like see the like the beach wave and i'm like Mm-mm, what beach wave are you talking about <laughs> right look like a beach hurricane hit me same I'm going to go into some sightings in a little bit, but I kind of want to talk about one of the most famous adaptations of mermaids yeah. in either storytelling or film, whichever you would like, is The Little Mermaid. But it was originally written by Hans Christian Andersen. Mm-hmm. Fun fact, growing up, I knew someone with that name. And he wrote it in 1836. It is not like the Disney story. Mm-hmm. So as River Song would say, spoilers. Essentially, it's kind of along the same lines where she's out and about and she sees this prince and he's drowning and she saves him and she falls instantly in love with him. And then she goes to a sea witch Mm -hmm. and but there's like a manta ray involved and not like those little eels. Oh, okay, Right. You know, and she basically makes a deal with them that she has a hundred days or a hundred sea tides. Mm hmm. She has 100 sea tides to make him fall in love with her and kiss her, essentially. Gotcha. Who loves kiss? <laughs> As always. Right? See, what happens is because she saves him and leaves him on the beach, this handmaiden comes by. Mm-hmm. And the handmaiden is beautiful and gorgeous. And they instantly fall in love. But because she's the handmaiden of this, like, high priest slash god person... She can't wed. And then he is just too distraught and wants to marry her and has sworn off marriage. Oh, all right. A little dramatic there. Right. Enter the Little Mermaid. She comes up. She's on land and he finds her and he's so great. And he and they're like best friends, essentially. She gets friend zoned mm-hmm. like fucking hardcore. Right. And he's <laughs> Poor girl. right. No, he's like, you're my best friend. I don't know how I can endure without you. And she's like, fuck you, dude. <laughs> like, I'm giving up everything because here's the here's the kicker. Mm-hmm. It's not that she like in The Little Mermaid, the Disney story where she like shrivels into one of those little like creepy eel things. Right. No, no, no. She dies. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Essentially, when a mermaid dies. They go and um, dissolve into sea foam and are tossed upon the waves forever. Well, damn. Right. So she has to essentially make him fall in love and he won't fall in love. Mm -hmm. So there's a grandma involved in this story, not just a dad. Oh, okay. So the grandma goes to the sea witch and is like, help, my beautiful granddaughter is going to die and I don't want to lose her. The sea witch makes a deal because mermaids live about 400 years that the grandma will have to give up 50 years of her life. Aww. Right. To save her. And so they make this dagger and the little mermaid has to plunge it into his heart because when he plunges it into her heart or his heart, when she plunges it into his heart, (laughs) it won't kill him, but it will make the pierce of the heart will make him fall in love with her forever. Gotcha. Okay. Grandma gives it to this girl and the little... Because he calls it the little princess. She 
is a little upset because the king is making the prince marry a princess and fucking plot twist. The princess is the handmaiden. Oh, shit. Right. So now he fucking happy. He like, my bride is here. I'm so excited. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> right. Super excited about it. And then the little mermaid is just like, oh, my God, I cannot kill him. And essentially dies to oh. save her. And it sucks because grandma gave up 50 years of her. Like, that's the part that pisses me off. It's like mm-hmm. grandma made a fucking deal. Yeah. How all for not. Right. How dare you? It's a little sad. That is sad. It's a little sad. But there also are a lot of famous statues depicting this story. Right. The most famous one was built in 1913, and it's in Copenhagen, Denmark. Hmm. But there's like 13 others of them around the world. Most of them, more than a half, are in America. Oh, wow. Okay. Right. Mermaids are known around the world, but let's talk about sightings. Yeah. Obviously, they're part of, like, culture. They are all over the world. We're talking China, India, Indonesia, all those places, you know, Europe. But really true recorded sightings that we kind of are, like, you know, we pay attention to. In 1493, yes, Spooksters, we are going all the way back to fucking Christopher Columbus. Ooh, here we go. He reported seeing three female forms rising out of the ocean. And swears they're mermaids. Hmm. However, other people on his ship swear they were manatees. (laughs) And this is is where that West Indies comes in because, like, he was in the Caribbean, that area. Right. You know, he's like, I saw the glorious forms of women in his, the men on his ship, bro. Those are manatees. I mean, (laughs) how drunk do you got to be to, I think a manatee is a woman. I mean, you could look at it as <laughs> maybe maybe <laughs> not so much like drunk as he's been at sea for quite some time. And um, so it's like wishful seeing. <laughs> yeah. He's like, hey, look at those women. <laughs> Gives him a nice little wolf whistle. Oh, God. You know, like, hey, it's mermaids. <laughs> also, let's talk pirates because Blackbeard. Mm-hmm. Which is interesting because in the Pirates of the Caribbean where they have the mermaids, his crew reported and he reported that he would steer around charted water because he thought it was enchanted. And all of his crew and him reported seeing mermaids and mermen and were like, fuck them. Because according to Blackbeard, they were evil and attacked his ship and caused like drownings and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. And if Pirates of the Caribbean has taught me anything... (laughs) Right. If Pirates of the Caribbean has taught me anything, he was a dick. Truth. He caught one in a net and then wanted to suffocate it. So if I was a mermaid, I'd be like, fuck you, Blackbeard. Yep. 100%. There have been some more recent sightings between the years of 1870 and 1880s Hmm. or 1890s, I should say, in Vancouver, Canada. Hmm. There were some spotted. And then flash forward to 1967. There was a mermaid spotted in the same area. Oh, wow. Okay. So, like, very far apart. Yeah. And in June of 1881, a Pennsylvania fisherman reported seeing five. Oh, shit. I'll have to tell Matt. (laughs) No. It's like, where's Matt when we need him? (laughs) Now, I want to talk about the world's greatest hoax when it comes. Mm -hmm. Okay. 
if you have seen the movie and Thomas loves this movie, The Greatest Showman. Yep. He's not responding. He's just nodding. P.T. Barnum in his Circus of Curiosities or his Museum of Curiosities claimed to have a bona fide Fiji mermaid that he got from someone who bought it in Japan. Interesting. Right. So he has this mermaid and people look at it and they're like, oh, look, it's a mermaid. But it kind of looks like the torso of a monkey (laughs) sewn onto a fish. Oh, okay. So he swears, you know, because it's P.T. Barnum and he's, you know, he's a good show person that this, in fact, is a true thing. So if you know the story of P.T. Barnum, you know that his circus burned down a few times. I have a feeling that it was a lot of like insurance money. So, you know. Yeah, I got you. But right before one of the really big ones where it like demolished the whole building and everything was lost, like kind of in the movie, he was coming out with a new exhibit. He was bringing all of these characters out of retirement and he had a bona fide exciting mermaid not like his other one Ooh, a real one yeah we'll put the picture down below of it and it looked real and then the thing burned down and no one ever found it Mm. well later on in life essentially what happens not in his life but in our lives someone else has found a mermaid that looks exactly like this they swear Mm -hmm. exactly like the drawing that was on it and they have these photos quote quote like spooksters you cannot see but i cannot make my fingers big enough to do quotes <laughs> of the pc barton mermaid before it burned down mm-hmm. he also admitted on close to his death that he made the whole thing up like the whole bg mm. mermaid gotcha. bg mermaid was just something he made up to fuck with people and i mean that's just kind of what he did right right gotcha. mermaids are huge in pop culture right now huge mm-hmm. Pretty sure, like, you showed me a picture of, like, a shirt your daughter has that just recently bought with a mermaid on it. Yeah. Right. I mean, every little kid loves mermaids. I had a friend growing up who was obsessed with the Little Mermaid. And the fucked up part, it wasn't even so much, like, the Little Mermaid, like, Disney as Mm -hmm. the Hans Christian Andersen version. Oh, okay. We all know the Disney version. And she lives very happily ever after with her prince and has a daughter named Melody. And that's all I know, really, about that. (laughs) but same kind of struggle it's one of my favorite rides at disneyland Mm -hmm. pretty sure you and i rode it like four times in a row yeah we did (laughs) if you're in disneyland you'll know this if it's hot out that is one of the coolest rides yeah because they're trying to make it seem like it's under the sea they pump so much air conditioning in there Mm -hmm. so if it's really hot and the line is short keep going Hell yeah, because you get to sit down for like a decent amount of time. So you also get a break from standing on all the lines, too. It's a very long ride. Yeah. Thomas and I've been where we had to wait in line for like ever. I think it had just come out. Mm hmm. Isn't it in California Adventure? Mm hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I want to touch back on the the movie thing. I know they're making a Little Mermaid, but it's a scary one this time around. Scary one? Yeah, I think they're doing more based on the book, uh, right? Yeah, I, I, you know, the, you can find online, there's a preview. It, they have, like, the same kind of little uh, music from the, the Disney one. Just mm-hmm. a little bit different, but where this couple is walking on the beach, and they go into this cave, and they play the little music. And uh, the guy, he's like, oh, are you okay? 
and he sees like a uh, like a little girl's head pop out of the water and then she just like drags him in and like eats him or something like that but anyways they're just making a new one because everyone loves mermaids and they're just trying to like spin a different different tale of it i'm pretty sure disney didn't fucking sign off on that (laughs) but you know we're not ones to talk no (laughs) (laughs) our merch whoops (laughs) just kidding so mermaids are huge in pop culture one of the biggest things there's thomas actually kind of like previewed my joke which i stole from a comedian which i can't remember her name right now eliza something she talks about like as a culture we're like i just don't want to be an adult i want to be a mermaid it's like i'm done adulting mm-hmm. my friend sophie and i used to say that about work all the time we we're like we're done we're just gonna go be mermaids but she has points point number one thomas brought up about the dread i mean your hair would be gross Unless there's some sort of magic thing once you get like lower in the ocean that doesn't do that to your hair or what she's sacrificing. Maybe mermaids are the reason why the coral reefs are going away. It's their fucking conditioner, not sunscreen. (laughs) Just kidding. It's our sunscreen. Make sure you buy the appropriate sunscreen if you're going diving. FYI, save our coral reefs. (laughs) I really do actually care about our coral reefs because they're beautiful and we shouldn't fuck them up for, you know for the sake of us the other thing is look at the way mermaids fucking swim yeah it is ab workout every day right you'd be in the best shape ever yeah but that's it (laughs) and there would be no leg day well no they don't have legs they just got the fin but right you're right yeah yeah so and I mean, so that's one of the things and mermaids have taken, I was like, try, I was like, let me count how many movies and TV shows have come out recently about mermaids. And I mm-hmm. lost count because it was fucking a long list. Yeah. Truth. I remember the little mermaid was out and then there was like, do you remember the little mermaid um, Disney channel like TV show? I do. Yeah. Cause I was a, I was all about little mermaid. So yeah. Oh, that's right. Cause it's your tattoo. Mm-hmm. We've discussed which is really funny because, like, Nicole was like, you can't see her tattoo. And then I was, like, looking at the picture you took at Disneyland at the Haunted House. I'm like, you can totally see her tattoo. Yeah, because I got it low enough on my, like, quad that you can see it when I'm right. clothed. <laughs> Which is good. <laughs> Not too crazy there. No. Nope. Yeah, no, no. Good, good for you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, so, I mean... The Little Mermaid, like, from, basically, it came out when I was three. You weren't even born. Right. We're a baby, Thomas. Aw. Baby Thomas. Yeah, baby Thomas. (laughs) And it literally, for us, like, for my generation, your generation, it's like, it has taken over. We love mermaids. And I think that had a lot to do with it. And then I don't really remember a lot of mermaid-related shit until, like, Aquamarine came out. And that fucker took off and just was like... Boom, there are mermaids everything. Mm-hmm. On you... all the things. Notebooks, lunch boxes, shirts, <gasps> sheets, anything you can think of, there's a mermaid on it somewhere. Right. My kindergarten like lunchbox and I have like the plastic hard one. Oh. You know, was the uh-huh. little kid and it had the matching thermos and some little bitch stole my thermos. <gasps> How fucking rude. Right. Like that bitch's ass. I wish I still had that lunchbox. It was badass. It was bright pink. It had like Ooh. a little seascape on it. Ooh, five-year-old to now 28-year-old me is jealous as fuck. <laughs> right? I was so <laughs> excited. I think one of the things is like our, I'm just going to make a blanket saying like 
mm-hmm. millennials, because I'm a millennial and you're a millennial and he's a millennial, okay. we have kind of made it okay for us to like things that I think like our parents' generation was like, we they grew up and then they're like, you can no longer like things that you liked as a child. Mm-hmm. And like our generation is like, fuck that. I agree. These are the movies I liked. These are the things I liked. And I'm going to find an adult way to enjoy this. Yep, exactly. And I think that's, you know, with that mentality, that's how we even have this whole spookster community, to be honest with you. I think that's why like paranormal research is something that is actually a thing now, because mm-hmm. like we grew up and we're like, yes, we want that. Agreed. Yep. So that is what I brought to the table today. There's a lot more out there about mermaids, but we'll probably (laughs) do another episode at some other point, probably when that movie comes out. Yes, we have to. It sounds super, super interesting. Right. We'll have to do like a movie night about it. Yes. So that's all I brought to the table today, folks. And now I get to pass it off to my better, cuter half. (laughs) Why are you looking at me so puzzled like, like... Oh my God, she's complimenting me. She's sweet talking me. Ooh. And he is going to be talking about an Animal Planet documentary that he was like obsessed with. Mm -hmm. And I heard all about. And that's why I know he picked this. So I'm going to pass it off to him. I watched this film back in 2012. It was on the Animal Planet. And, you know, Animal Planet is really known for, you know, real life animals and then showing them how how to protect them and, and conservation and all that. They did a film. It was called Mermaids, A Body Found in 2012. Then they did a sequel, Mermaids, The New Evidence. The second film actually just had the most views on the network's history in 2013. Wow. It had like 6.7 million viewers. Both films were set up as a documentary. So in the first film, Mermaids, A Body Found, it started with a story about how the Navy was testing their sonar in 2004, which led to a bunch of whale beachings, which was actually pretty true. Then they had some scientists come on from NOAA saying that the Navy found something else on that beach that they weren't going to share with them. So the government's kind of keeping this little secret. The film showed a bunch of cell phone videos of close encounters, like a body found on the beach, or they showed a video where a fisherman was pulling up a net and a humanoid creature reached out. You know, it freaked out the fisherman, so they dropped the net. So nothing was ever found. (laughs) course you know they also touched on how these creatures have been depicted throughout history and mm-hmm. through different cultures and there's you know the, these these different cultures had no way of communicating with each other because they're on the other side of the world that's always something to consider the second film in 2013 was the more dramatic one it showed the same two noah scientists and this time they were in Greenland Sea they were filming down in a submarine sort of thing so it, it showed these two guys they had their own individual cameras and the submarine was in the deep depths of the ocean, no light, only mm-hmm. the light from the submarine. You know, they're just talking, wow, this is so cool. And then all you see is like a mermaid creature hand slap the window. And oh. the, the only thing illuminated was, you know, the hand. You can you can kind of see the face of it a little bit. Ooh, that's creepy. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, wow, this could actually be real. This could actually right? be possible. I mean, if Animal Planet's playing it, it might as well be real, right? <laughs> <laughs> In the second movie, I believe the second movie or maybe the first, they had an incident where a Navy soldier said that the government has one and they have it in captivity. They're just not allowed to say anything. Of so, course. That wouldn't I, surprise me, to be honest, because they got like aliens and all that other shit. So yeah, I'm, not I'm a mermaid. Sure they do, right? I mean, they got Area 51. They got all these other top secret government sites. Guarantee they have some of the craziest things we've never seen before or, you know, 
folklore and all that stuff. I guarantee you they have them. They're just keeping it secret. Shush, shush. Anyways. <laughs> but, you know, so a, a lot of people were excited about these films, and it later came out that, unfortunately, they were both fictional, which is sad. What? That's fake? Yes, it was fake. It was very disappointing. I mean, Animal Planet did a good job. Like I said, 3.7 million people tuned in to watch it live. Mm-hmm. And they fooled a lot of people. They, uh, wow. yeah, I mean, people were commenting all over the internet, and the real life Noah actually had to issue a statement saying none of the scientists were real. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> like, it wasn't real people. They were just like, they made two documentaries about mermaids saying they were like, and like, that's a big fucking deal, right? Yeah, yeah so I mean, like, the real Noah had to step in and say, no, these scientists are not from us, and there's no such thing as mermaids or whatever. You know, whether that's true or not, but I feel kind of gypped, you know? Yeah. Um, but then Animal Planet came back and said, oh, well, we put it in the disclaimer that it was a fictional movie. But if there was so much backlash, then obviously it wasn't too apparent, you know? They must have had it. Mm-hmm. You, you know how you're watching TV and the movie... <laughs> Uh, goes in upper left hand corner and then you're you're tuned out to something else and I'm sure it was it was right there so no one paid attention or like those infomercials when we were younger and they would speak so fucking fast you have no clue what they're saying that's what I was thinking <laughs> I was thinking that or it's like when um they list off like medical side effects yeah 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 like could cause and they only list like the top five but then like you read it on the screen and like the tiny <laughs> ass font that's like could cause death and you're like yeah. I just have a heartburn. Why would this fucking kill me? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, it was disappointing, but either way, it's worth checking it out. So like I said, it's Animal Planet. You can look it up on YouTube or, or whatever. Uh, Mermaids, a body found, and Mermaids, a new evidence. Say they aren't real or not, you know. The majority of the ocean is still unexplored. Therefore, we really can't say if they don't exist or they do exist, you know. The, the search continues. The way I look at it is, what do they say? It's like... 89% or something. Yeah, some crazy amount that we haven't even touched. And if I was a fucking mermaid, like, I could totally understand, like, during bleh, drink, during <laughs> Christopher Columbus's time, being like, oh, these people are cool because they're just kind of coming out and going around. But, like, now, like, the way we pollute and all the shit we do, why would they want to come out? Like, I would go... Mm-hmm. I mean, I think that's why they are in fucking Neverland and Peter Pan, because it's like, fuck us. We're horrible. We we treat our ocean like it's literally like a like a sewage tank. And then yeah. we're upset when fish are dying. And, you know, Jessica will get off her soapbox. <laughs> Tries to be so woke. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, that was it for my little my little blip there. Just want to talk about that documentary and. I, I really want to believe that mermaids are real, and I was disappointed. Mm-hmm. Planet. <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure Tara and I are all about Team Mermaid. We want mermaids to. Yes. What was your favorite part of the documentary? I would say it was the in the second film where they had the guys in the submarine, and they had the creature that kind of you know hit the window and just kind of freaked everyone out. They showed, even though it was fictional, they they referenced that you know they created the creature out of drawings they had or you know possible skeletons they may have found. It was just really like crazy looking. It didn't look like uh, the Little Mermaid girl. It looked kind of like an alien with like webbed hands and just like smacked. It, it was like a blue color because the the lights under the water. It was just 
crazy looking. It's just it's something to look into. It's just really cool to watch. And I think that was pretty much the highlight of everything. I mean, isn't Shark Week on Animal Planet too? I think so, or Discovery Channel or something. But see, here's where my crazy like conspiracy theory brain is. Maybe um they do have mermaids somewhere, and then whoever is you know important saw the documentaries, got pissed, and made them say it was fake. Like the actual Noah scientists are now just like, they're like, they weren't real. Mm-hmm. I mean, Animal Planet played shows like like Meerkat Manor or The Puppy Bowl. Like, <laughs> that's not real. Oh, my God. Good point. Meerkat Manor. <laughs> so long. But I mean, everyone knows that the military has things and the government has things that they don't share with us. Mm-hmm. Now, would a mermaid be fucking cool? Yes. And let's be honest put politics aside right now doesn't matter if you hate or love the man but let's face it trump is the president who would be like they got fucking mermaids down there (laughs) right like he would be the one who like he would it's like that's how that okay trump if you're listening which i don't think you are but if you're listening that's how you win over the millennial vote you give us fucking mermaids yes probably is considering we just said his name so the nsa is probably flagged us down you know so maybe we'll get a picture of some real mermaids that you know we can't confirm or deny that we got sent get on it i mean <laughs> please please somebody <laughs> from the government find us a mermaid i think at some form there is probably some sort of humanoid fish like being in the ocean we just haven't caught one yet because i think they're smarter than us because if it's 2019 and we haven't found them it's because they don't want to be found right i agree or they're so deep you know we, we just don't have the equipment to get down there like that fish in uh i want to say it's called the, the angler fish the one in finding nemo with the little light dangler in front of its mm-hmm. head that only exists at super deep depths you know so i mean mm. we can't go to the very deepest depths of the ocean yet there's still plenty of life that's still undiscovered so what you're telling me is that mermaids are translucent and that ariel's hair could not be that vivid red it could be just all clear and then maybe when it comes up to the light the it's like a polar bear you know it looks like it's white, <laughs> but it's actually like clear this is our life <laughs> <laughs> we have in-depth discussions about this kind of shit all the time so do you think that even if that it's not real, that our listeners, our spooksters, beloved that they are, should go watch it on YouTube? Yeah, I mean, you, you don't need to watch the whole dang film, but, you know, you can just type in uh, Mermaids, the new evidence, and you'll show like a three minute video of, you know, the guys in the submarine in the hand. It's just something crazy. Ooh, I think we're going to have to link that. I'm definitely going to go watch this as soon as we're done because I haven't seen it. <laughs> right? No, it's, it's fucking fantastic. I'll link at least the three-minute video. I got you guys. Do we have any other questions for Thomas? I don't think so. We're on the same page for a lot of stuff, so a lot of this craziness I had got brought up, so we're good. (laughs) (laughs) Right. So I'll I'll have some advice for Animal Planet. Don't do a documentary. Don't do a fake film, or or don't do a fictional (laughs) film in a documentary setup. It doesn't work. It, It messes with people's heads. Well, I mean, yeah. the reason I asked about Shark Week is because I, and I'm going to be one of those people who are going to out myself as like a little stupid here for a moment, for a really long time, believed a lot of the shows on Shark Week were real. <gasps> Me too. You're not alone. <laughs> right? And then all of a sudden someone came out and was like, they're not fucking real. Like, that's not true at all. 
I mean, I like not only does Jaws make me not want to go in the water, like th- there's a reason I'll never discover the mermaids is yeah. because like when we go in on our honeymoon on Maui, like it was a big deal for me to go 30 feet down. Oh, God. Yeah. I watched what was it called? The Meg. Oh, fuck. No. Mm-mm, no, thank I you. The Megalodon has like come back and everyone's like, yes, fucking giant shark. <laughs> but it's like, I feel like something that big we would have found by now. Yeah, I agree. It's still creepy, though, and I'm going to not not go participate. And I love when uh, people like take excerpts like photos of that movie and they're just Mm -hmm. like Internet randomly. And they're like, see, it's real. It's like, you fucking moron. It's from the movie. (laughs) You took a screenshot from Netflix. (laughs) I, I still haven't watched it because I needed to go on my honeymoon and get in the water. Yeah, I mean, now that you're not doing that, you're good to go to watch it. It's not a bad movie, but yeah, no, mm -mm, that would have been a bad idea to watch that beforehand. We did see sea turtles and a manta ray, but not a shark. Ooh, Ooh, that's cool, though. I'm jealous. It was a lot of fun. Okay, so now we're going to kick it over to Tara, and she's going to tell us scary stories like normal. Yes, so I found a super, super creepy pasta, of course, mermaid-themed. What else? And it is called The Mermaid, and I'm going to go ahead and give credit. The, I don't know what they're called. I wanted to say, like, Redditor, but this is not Reddit. This is Creepypasta. Author? Pasta-er. Creepypasta-er. Anyway, their username is Suicide Kiss XOXO. Uh, they did request to have one of their blog links in the notes. So to give them credit, that'll be in the show notes if you want to go read this story for yourself or check out the creepy ass picture that's on this article. Yikes, I don't like it. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, it's like this chick in the water and she's like covering her face, but it's all black and white and just nope, we're gonna scroll on past that. Sounds awesome. <laughs> all right, here we go. All of these experiences are true. You will most likely find them hard to believe, but I don't blame you. Choose to believe my story or not, but I will never, ever go near the ocean again. My name is Sam, and I have always been drawn to the ocean until they found me. I can remember back to when I was a little girl skipping along the sandy beach of my summer home, collecting seashells as I went by. My mother was always away at work as your very own door-to-door makeup lady. I guess Avon was calling on that one. Jesus. (laughs) I just think of Edward Scissorhands. That's why. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Interjecting early. (laughs) Yeah, I don't think it's going to be as cute as like Edward Scissorhands, which we all discussed at one point in time I was afraid of. But yeah. (laughs) Pink dress and all. My father locked himself away from the world (gasps) into his own. Oh, no, maybe she was Mary Kay because pink and Mary Kay. Oh, got you. Yeah. Yep. That makes sense. All right. My father locked himself away from the world and into his own, the attic. I hardly ever saw either of them. I like the seashells because of the funny shapes cut into them. I know the word for them now. They're called petroglyphs. And if I'm saying that wrong, just drink already. Stop being so fucking fancy. (laughs) Right? Shit. Come on, Sam. If I was more knowledgeable back then, perhaps my life would have been much different. I could have known that something was strange about our seashore home. I could have stopped it from coming. I was only a little girl. I only truly knew something was off by my father's bizarre behavior. I didn't like being alone in that house. It creaked at night, and the wind was fast, and it made it groan. I often thought of it as alive. I even talked to it. I was so lonely. Eventually, it came to the point that my father would make me prepare food for him and bring it upstairs to him. I was never good at cooking, but he didn't seem to mind. 
He ordered me to leave the food on the floor and knock on the door. He would then tell me to go to my room. Later, I would come back up and pick up the dishes. So it went on like that until my mother came home. She would scream and holler. He would remain tucked away in his safe place. She would give up and retreat back to her room with a bottle of alcohol. I would play on the beach every single day. I that used those. like sh- a super healthy family environment. Right? God. A dad who's like a shut-in and then the mom's an alky. <laughs> All right. Great start. <laughs> I used those shells for my sandcastles. I would get mad because every morning they would disappear from them with odd footprints left behind that led into the ocean. I was convinced that a mermaid was stealing my shells. I started to beckon her out of the water. Every chance I got, I would watch the water. Whether it would be from the dining room window or the circular upstairs window in my room at night, I would watch for the mermaid. I grew up hearing the fairy tales, and I guess I thought she could be my friend. I got braver and swam deeper into the ocean. I could feel the waves pulling me in, but I kept pushing forward until suddenly a big wave hit me. It pulled me under the water as I screamed. The salty water poured into my lungs as I struggled against the current. I felt like I was fighting a person dragging me under. My lungs felt so heavy in my chest as time seemed slow. That's when I could see it. A long, gray, scaly fish tail floated through the musty ocean. Gross. (laughs) It was so dark, I could hardly see anything, but still to this day, I swear I saw long, flowing black hair and big, flabby arms with long fingers attached to that tail. Flabby arms? Right? I don't feel like that's the correct term for this, because it's, like, long everywhere, and then just, like... I wish you could see Tara's like ad motion for this. It was awesome. I was flopping my arm around. Okay. Anyway, not shaming, not shaming the mermaid, but we digress. I mean, I'm a little bit shaming. Like if you're, (laughs) if you're a long, like thin thing, but you have like giant arms. Maybe she lost a lot of weight. It could be skin. You're right. Excess skin. You know, she lost a lot of weight. She's trying to do better. And she's got little like. (laughs) Oh, we got an optimist in the group. <laughs> she needs those it's it wraps. Yeah. The mom is selling the wrong shit. <laughs> you right. All right. I felt arms wrapping around me as they pulled me up. I struggled, but they were too strong. Coughing and gagging as I rose above the water, I found myself looking straight into my father's ocean blue eyes. Of course, he was a mess. Of course, they're ocean blue. That's what I wanted to say. <laughs> uh, so is he in the attic? And then... Somehow got from the attic to the ocean. I called shenanigans, Sam. Mm-hmm. His brown hair was unkept and he had a long, scraggly beard. To me, though, he was the most beautiful man in the world. He smiled, showing his yellow teeth. Oh, oh okay. Oh. <laughs> Flabby arm, yellow, beautiful teeth. Okay, Sam. I mean, to have words. <laughs> so you can see her, too. It was more of a statement than a question. Liquid tears started to slowly fall down his dirty cheeks. I thought I was alone, so alone. I found myself studying my savior as he cried. I was weirdly composed for the one who nearly drowned. In this moment, I understood him. We were both very lonely, and I realized it was because of the mermaid. He brought me inside and up into the attic. I coughed from all the dust. I could see the skeleton of the house moldy brown boards and pink filling added to my wheezing (laughs) this sounds great (laughs) that's safe you know remember we used to read these at the beginning of our podcast and Mm -hmm. like we used to comment like 
people writing. Jesus, Sam. (laughs) There was a small window and my dad set up a telescope facing the water. All over the walls were crude, scratchy drawings of women with fishtails and long hair. I didn't like them because the mermaids in the picture had a wide gaping black mouth and black eyes. They didn't look like the magical creatures from the story. Dad, I thought you said they were just a story. No, Sam. There's no such thing as mermaids. These things are from a dark place. Look, there's one now. He gestured for me to come over to the telescope. I peeked through and saw a white figure swimming in the water. (laughs) That's not a mermaid. Keep looking, he said. When I looked again, the swimmer was gone, and there was nothing but waves. But she's gone, Dad. My father sighed and told me to go downstairs. I want you to see them. They want to play with you, he told me. At this point, I knew something about this was not right. Uh, yeah, Dad, um, Dad's sacrificing. Mm-hmm. Let's keep going. <laughs> I can feel the dread building up from deep inside me. I did not like the pictures, and my father seemed very different from the man I once knew. He kept muttering under his breath before he finally yelled at me to bring him more food. On the way out, I studied one picture in particular. It was a picture of the mermaid swimming in a circle around a dead body. The fuck? Mm-hmm. The eyes were X'd out and blood was drawn with a red-colored pencil. Another picture was tacked up next to it. It was of a mermaid holding a pair of legs in her huge maw. The rest of the body bulged through her belly. The fuck? I did not want to play with mermaids anymore. After getting my food, I settled in to watch cartoons in my room. SpongeBob SquarePants was playing, and I always giggled at the goofy jokes. Sam has no credit for me anymore. It's like totally calling bullshit on this because it's like everything is nautical themed. Yeah. I mean, but to be fair, SpongeBob is literally always fucking on. Even now. It's true. It has never ended. No. Eventually, I hear screaming downstairs, which always means my mother was home. I decided to draw a picture for her to cheer her up. I drew the mermaid that I saw before, but tried to make her look pretty. Since I didn't see her face, I covered it with her long black hair as I filled the water with my blue crayon. I brought it down to my mother, who was watching her soaps on the TV. She was dressed in a robe and was probably naked underneath. She stopped bothering with clothes long ago. I could see tattoos of feminine pink spiders up her leg. She had big curly blonde hair and thick glasses like me. I tried to get her attention, but she thoroughly ignored me. That is, until I stood and blocked her show as I held the picture up for her to see. She grabbed it from my hands and studied it hard. She grimaced as she looked down on me. You drew this? She questioned. I grew scared. I knew that the picture made her angry. I cowered away as she towered over me. Did you see her? Did you talk to her? Tell me. My mom flew into a rage and started to beat on me. I cried out and ran away. The fuck? Mm Mm-hmm. I told you this one was messed up. I could see her stomping after me, but her walk was more of a stagger. She looked no less mad, though. I hid in one of the bottom cupboards in the kitchen. I felt myself breathing rapidly, and that's when I heard a crash of glass. I could see her glass hit the tiled floor and something else. There was a huge bang as I trembled. I heard something slapping at the ground before my mother screamed. I held my hand over my mouth. Water dripped on my leg from a leaky pipe as my heartbeat sped up. It seems like forever, and I'm sure it was only a few minutes, but I slowly curled out. There was water splattered all over the floor, leading to the broken window into the hallway. I could hear horrible groaning in there. I leaned against the wall and peeked around the doorframe. 
In the living room, I could see the mermaid. Her slimy gray tail flapped against the door. The fin was huge and sickly looking. Her wet black hair covered her body as she faced away from me, but I could see her long arms doing something to my mother as she laid there. I saw blood. I remembered back to the picture that my father drew. I didn't dare make a sound. I quietly tiptoed up the stairs and towards the attic. My plan was to get my dad to help me rescue my mom and then leave the house. I could hear thumping behind the attic door. I do not really know why I didn't go back in at that time. Just something about the thumping scared me enough to continue down the hall and hide in the bathroom. I silently closed the door behind me and hid in the closet. I waited and waited and waited. My every breath trembled and tears fell down my face. I felt the terror through every muscle just when the bathroom door opened. I could hear a mermaid turn on the bathtub and the sink faucet. I opened the door just a crack and peeked through. I saw the pink tattoos that my mom had on her legs. I let out a sigh, the fear leaving me as I exited the closet. Mom, are you okay? I asked timidly. I stopped. It wasn't my mom. I cannot explain this to this day. I even went through every medical book and even occult books. I don't know how to rationalize what I saw, but I know it was real. I saw the mermaid standing there with my mother's legs, thin nowhere to be seen. Her long wet hair covered her back and her sharp spinal cord poked through. Her skin was greenish gray color and I could see the scales covered her arms. I could see the tan skin of my mother's thighs under the black hair and deep red blood dripped all over the floor. What I saw next haunts my dreams even to this day. In the bathroom mirror, I saw its face. My breathing and my heart seemed to stop as I screamed at the top of my lungs. Its eyes were completely black and as big as dinner dishes. Its gaping maw was gargantuan. Its jaws lowered to its chest as flappy skin stretched over it. It had no teeth and a split snake-like tongue. Its mouth was so wide that I could see every pink crease and vein and even into its throat. I still screamed as I ran past the monster and out of the bathroom and down the hallway. I could hear footsteps swiftly running behind me. It was so fast, I don't know how I escaped. I read about adrenaline rushes. I guess that's what it was, but I'm sure if I dared to look behind me, I would have never made it out of the house that day. I burst through the door and it slammed behind me. I heard a voice as it spoke to me. It's hard to explain, but it was something like, that wasn't me, it was inside my head. Where are you going, Sam? We just want to play. We don't like the way you play. No, thank you. <laughs> my blood went cold at the word we. Looking at the shore, I could see dozens of shadows raising from the water. The light of dusk behind them made it impossible to see their details. But I felt gratitude, to this day, at that small mercy. I ran. I ran into the woods. I just ran and ran until I reached a neighbor's house. I could have suspected something was amiss when the door was left wide open. I ran inside and stopped when I saw a bloody body covering the floor. Yes, covering. It's hard for me to describe the gore, but it was everywhere. It haunts me almost as much as that damn face. I hid under the stairs. I jumped at every noise, sure that thing was right around the corner to fucking get me. It must have been hours, but eventually the police came. You wouldn't believe the relief I felt knowing safety once again. It seemed forever before someone came to the house. The cops found me there. Apparently, my dad hung himself in the attic, and my mom's body was never found. I know it seems impossible, believe me, I know how hard it is to believe this story, 
but it's true. I can't go near the ocean anymore. Every seashell reminds me of that thing. I'm just starting to bathe after some extensive therapy. You see, I live in a group home now, and the psychologists tell me that it was all a hallucination caused by my abuse. I almost believe them. I so wanted to, except for a couple of things. One, I was visited by these crude men in suits. I read about them on the internet. Men in black. Wheel snap. I was arrested over a ticket, and they came to the station and asked me all these questions about what happened, mainly about the monster and where my mother went. I answered as honestly as I could, but they threatened me not to go to the media. It was scary, but they let me off with only a warning. Secondly, after extensive therapy, some of my friends at school took me to the beach. Doc said it was the best way to get over your fears. One of my girlfriends was dragged under the water. They ran in after her, but they never found her. She just vanished. However, I found long black hair by the water with some seashells. They had the same petroglyphs carved into them. I'm never going back to another beach. I'm never going near the ocean again. Believe it or not, but I'm obsessively reading about this stuff. Did you know that 90% of the world's ocean remains unexplored? Decide I was so your- close. <laughs> you were. <laughs> Decide for yourself what you want to believe, but beware of what swims in that forsaken water. The end. <laughs> I wonder where she lives now. If she lives uh, in, in the, you know. In the desert? Yeah. Landlocked? Or Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Middle of the country. Yeah, somewhere that, you know, has no water. <laughs> I like that she mentioned that I barely bathe. I just started bathing. <laughs> yeah. You nasty. Kind of worried how long that was for, but you can still shower. You don't have to take a bath. Right. Like, come on. Well, I think that's all we have for today. Yes. Check the show notes for the link to the link tree so you can get all of our information. And we will see you next week. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.